Hi, welcome to Forty Cray, the podcast by a couple of thirty-something dudes whose adult lives and responsibilities have not yet eclipsed their zeal for stupid nerdy shit. From Warhammer to video games to professional wrestling uh, to uh, Diablo Two Resurrected, if it's your fandom or your tandem. Hey, how you doing? I'm Tommy Bones here, as always, with Ben LSD. Yeah, man, Diablo Two. I am hopelessly addicted to that so that's a problem yes so, something Cannot about wait oh my god fired up yeah something about that rng and and just click 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 <laughs> let's can we, tom i want to start with what the question what what are you drinking because that's a really interesting can uh so this double dubious uh from who is this bad sons beer company amanda got me this for my birthday uh, i had never heard of it before it's pretty good the for those that are listening on uh the podcast and not on youtube and seeing us it looks like a monster energy drink can that got combined with some kind of awesome liquor is that a <laughs> hops skull the skull has hops in its head <laughs> yeah yes yeah, uh, the skull face and then the the forehead area to hop singular hop <laughs> well i'm drinking uh this is funny so out here um corbell the kind of mediocre wine company makes brandy and i was like oh i've had brandy in a long time so that's what i'm drinking i also have um not brandy but um well some to sip on yeah well well something for myself <laughs> you can tell both of us have had long weeks already and it's just monday but tom we got a, a little bit of a different show today in that well i mean they're all kind of different it's been, but it's been a long week it's been a long week we're gonna uh talk about DD, something we haven't talked about in a while but i think you know in the spirit of playing all this diablo and thinking about how much mm -hmm. we love the classes it made us reflect on the D, &D classes Yeah, which and and we are going. I think to... about D and D a lot at work. That's well. That's because you're a you're a storyteller, so you have to craft your storylines, right? <laughs> yeah, my uh, the like half of my day is just sort of mindless, uh, you know, busy work, I guess. So my I let my mind wander, and I think about uh, things that are actually important to me. <laughs> and I've been thinking about D and D a lot lately. Um, and I know we have that awesome campaign going where Tom, you've written the entire thing. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun. I think, you know, we've done a show previously about what makes a good D and D campaign. Storytelling is a part of it. The people you play with are a part of it. Uh, but it's been a, it's been a really good time. But I think also another part of that is we're, we're experts here. We've played a lot of D and D games. And on that note today, we're going to go through each D and D fifth edition class. And, and just give our two thoughts, our two cents of them. Um, from Barbarian to Wizard, that's B to W. It's not quite A to Z, but it's close. We're going to do about two minutes on each. Uh, and that's, by the way, for those, I just, yeah, it's alphabetical. We're going to go in order. I've got the player's handbook from the fi fifth edition, which I love, by the way. I'm a big fifth edition fan. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a lot of fun. 
a little um, more a little more user I think friendly. We grew up on three and a half. We did. Right. I think when we started playing it, it was three point five. Um, yeah, fourth didn't uh, interest me at all. It seemed like every every character was a wizard. Um, but yeah, no, fifth was a lot of fun. Right all right. It's a good time. It's a little more approachable. With that, we're going to get right into it, starting with the Barbarian. All right, two minutes on the clock. Tom, what do you think about the Barbarian class? <laughs> uh, Barbarian seems fun to me. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily top tier, um, but some fun can be had, you know, going into a rage, hitting things with an axe. I've played a Barbarian in 5th edition once. Uh, I had a pretty good time. I followed the, let's see, it was the Path of the Totem Warrior, which somebody told me was pretty OP. And I had a good time. Uh, I think all in all, like I'm not even ranking these based on like how good they are in terms of competitiveness, because I know we always are not trying to metagame. We're trying to storytell and role play. I think Barbarian, if you, right. if you role play it the right way, it's fun. The best class for you is the one that you enjoy playing. And, and if you're if you're out there and you like smacking things, you know, Barbarian gets to run in and be a tank. They have that ability to rage out, which gives them some special abilities. Yeah. A lot of hit points. Yeah, it's, all there. it's not that complicated. Yeah. So. <laughs> the bear one uh, gives you some good defense. Uh, Eagle lets you fly, I think. There's a lot of interesting mechanics in the class. So Barbarian. <laughs> we picked the simplest one to start with, but whatever. It's good. We're going to move on. Number two, the Bard. The Bard. What do you think of the Bard? So I have a, I have a weird relationship with the Bard. It's, a lot of people consider it the most powerful class. It's got a lot yeah. going on. Uh, it can be fighty, it can be a little spellcasty, it can heal, it can empower. There's a lot to do. So objectively, mm -hmm. I think it's a pretty, uh, maybe not objectively, subjectively, most of the time what I hear is it's very fun to mm -hmm. play. My thing is, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, what? why do these these people can get like, no, they can sing and they can do music. Why does that give them magical abilities? Doesn't make sense. Does not pass Ben's suspension of incredulity. <laughs> Because music is magic, and also friendship. I was going to say I thought friendship was magic. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I like I like uh, bards. Theris is a bard. Uh, well, predominantly bard, uh, bard slash rogue. Um, he's a college of swords bard. Uh, swashbuckler rogue. Uh, and I, I don't remember exactly what that allows me to do, but like the um... <laughs> uh, swashbuckler like gives you pretty much a free sneak attack every time you attack, and, and College of Swords gives you some cool uh, uh, abilities to sort of duel, you know, one-handed swords. Uh, I don't know, he seems cool to me. Oh, and then again. you've always got access to them. Always access to magic. We also, we have another bard in our party, uh, Mulberry. 
I think it has a lot of cool potential. Um, I just wish there was a lore reason why playing an instrument makes you uber powerful because I probably would have practiced piano more as a kid. <laughs> so, That's true. Bard. Raise the dead. You can raise the dead with your song. So Bard, super fun, pretty competitive. There's a lot of customizability. If you want to have a good time and you don't mind uh, having some complexity, it's a great one. Just be prepared to sing and role play it a little bit. All right, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Next up. Cleric. Cleric. Um, I don't see anything wrong with the cleric. <laughs> there are some domains better than others. Cleric, cleric, you don't see anything wrong with it, but that's not a, that's not a stunning endorsement. I, I don't think we've ever had anyone play a cleric uh, in any of our- From what I hear, Twilight. Uh, Doug Pruitt is a cleric. Oh, Doug is? Okay. Yeah. Um, and he'll come into play later on in the campaign. Um, but I think Twilight, from what I understand, Twilight cleric is really powerful. Um, I don't remember why. So for, for listeners, when you're a cleric, you get to choose uh, a number, basically a domain that reflects like, are you a shadow cleric or like a light cleric or a life cleric? Um, overall, look, they, they get to wear some armor, so they're a little bit tanky. They've got the uh, objectively the best healing ability in the game. They're a great support character. I don't know why. I just feel like they're a little less flushed out, a little less fun in 5e. So totally objective. Uh, I think they can be competitive. Like yeah. you said, Twilight, I think you're right. Like that's the relatively more powerful one. But if, if you want to be the person that's healing everybody and that your party really appreciates, I think a cleric is a good way to go. But they're also like frontline healers because they have heavy armor and, and you know, melee weapons. So, you know, they're not so terribly one-dimensional. Yeah, they can, they can tank a little bit. And they can do some damage to you. They got some cool damage spells. Yeah. But by the way, if you're if you're watching us, you'll notice there's a little bit of a delay. I think Tom and I are having internet troubles. So if it looks like we're talking over each other, it's yeah. because of these uh, the delay. So stick with us here. That brings us though to because our next. We are. Because we are. We are having. We're still going to do it anyway. <laughs> and God dang it, we're going to have a good time. Druid. Druid's up next. So we did. Barbarian, bard, and cleric. I think uh, so yeah. far we like the bard best. What do you think about a druid? Uh, so it, aren't moon druids invincible? I'm sorry, what? The circle of the moon druid, aren't they invincible? Because they get access to wild shape like infinitely. Uh, and when you die out of wild shape, you revert back to your human form with your full hit points. Uh, so you could just keep transforming into you know uh, uh, whatever animal you want to be, and then it would take somebody. Uh, they would have to one shot you after killing your animal form uh, in order to take you down. Like it just seems difficult to do. And and I remember we had uh, in our last party um, Gabrielle, our, our guest star on the show, often was a druid, and she was like by far the most powerful player <laughs> in our team. She did circle the moon. So when you're a druid, you're a little bit magic-y. <laughs> yeah. 
you're a little bit fighty, you're a little bit, you know, supporty. You got all, you know, you got some offense, you got support. You can also shape change and cast some pretty good spells. So mm-hmm. uh, at some point she could shape change yeah. and then cast spells while she was in a change shape. So I remember she was transforming into a dinosaur <laughs> and then like summoning like 10 like badgers to come and like, and she just like, I think single-handedly killed, uh, the, killed all the bosses, right? Those fucking badgers. <laughs> yeah, those, they were so good, weren't they? <laughs> Rolling like 18 dice for all the badger attacks. <laughs> So, so there are ways to make like like a druid at first. You might be like, oh, I don't know. There are ways to have a lot of fun. I actually really enjoyed watching her play a druid. So I think that's in terms of just straight up fun. Yeah. That's one of my top <laughs> tiers. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of great room to RP as well. Absolutely, gotta love the nature. All right, Kraylin yeah. Estra was a great character. She was great, man. When she was an Allosaurus and those badgers, that was fun. <laughs> Um, all right, up was next. Kind of a, a confined room. Sorry. Wait, was it a confined room? It, it was, you know, it was a relatively small area and she filled most of it being a tank. That's so. right. So she was tanking so nobody could get around her. I, I was a paladin. <laughs> I don't think I even did anything that fight. I think I was like, you know, whatever. Um, so, so the other r- really true tank is the fighter. That's our next class. This is your straight up brawler expert with all weapons a lot of mm-hmm. good going for them they can regain hit points they can attack multiple times they can do some kind of very light magic later on uh, i'm playing one now I'm, I'm having a lot mm-hmm. of fun actually with my fighter he's an eldritch knight yeah remel is a fighter you just specced into wizard as well yes because uh, uh, i've heard that champion fighters can be very boring uh, not that they're not powerful they're just you know hit thing with weapon you know <laughs> it's really all they're uh, all they do yes hit thing with weapon but but again like I, i've got some magic on the side i can do a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and nobody hits things with weapons better than fighters so if you want a, a pretty simple <laughs> class to own that's going to probably not die and may not be the number one damage dealer, but it's going to be okay. Go for it. Yeah. And they have a lot of fun you options. You do too. the most number of physical attacks. Yeah. And, and I think that includes like there's one class that does like bow and arrow. I think there's a class that maybe I'm making this up. I was going to say there's a gunslinger class, but I think that's mm-hmm. either something I made up or one of the expansions I don't have. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, there's one that like summons clones of themselves. I forget what it's right. called, but you actually control like two or three characters <laughs> that are just then they just beat the hell out of like just gang up on someone. Seems fun. Um, I don't remember what that's called. Was it like a reflection knight or uh... something like that? Echo knight. Echo knight. Echo knight. That was it. Yeah. Um. Sweet. All right. So we got we got the fighter. Fun. Give it a try. It's a good beginner class, but honestly, I'm having a lot of fun with it too. Next up, the monk. This is probably one of my least favorite classes. The monk. Yeah, the monks don't do anything for me. I mean, they, they can move really fast. For you know. I don't know why that's valuable. <laughs> they can do it. 
All right. I think that's enough to say about the monk. Let's, let's, I mean, that's it. Like they, it's like a kind of like a Shaolin monk. They're some martial arts. They have some kind of magic. It's not very fun. I don't know. I never really had a great time. I think yeah. there's probably some builds that work, but you don't really do weapons as much. And that's yeah. like a big part of the fun is like getting cool weapons and armor they're, and stuff. They're good for RP, I think. Yeah. You know, outside of combat, you know, if you need to uh, scale a wall, you know, attach a rope so that the rest of your party can climb up, uh, that kind of thing. Okay, so monks, if you want to scale up a wall or move fast, otherwise, eh, maybe maybe pass. Next up, we got the class I've played probably the most in the campaigns we've played together, Tom, the Paladin. Paladins, yes. Um, you're limited to being lawful good, uh, which is a bit of a restriction. You know, kind of dictates how your character has to behave. Um, you know, but they have a lot of really cool abilities. They're they're pretty tanky. They fight almost as well as a fighter, and they have some good magic that supports and and heals. Honestly, though, I gotta say, like when you're mm -hmm. a mix of things. I, I actually have found it harder to, to play effectively. Like if I'm a fighter, I'm, I'm running in. Uh, if I'm a wizard, I'm stand back. If I'm a paladin, right? It, you know, they're kind of mixing both and you don't really do either of them super well. So you're, you're certainly an effective uh, character. I find it less fun to play though. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Manuel tanked like really well. You know, you just run in there, get the heat. And then just you know, not take any damage. <laughs> take the heat. That's what Manuel did. But um, yeah, yeah if, Manuel if, of the planes. Manuel of the that was because somebody mistyped Manual of the planes into Manuel, and I was like, that's the character I'm gonna be. <laughs> um, yeah, I had, a, I had a good time with him as a character, but again, like, eh, that was kind of vanilla for me. Um. Which brings us to a another character that can be vanilla or can be really fun if you do it the right way, the ranger. This is your like I think mm -hmm. Aragorn. This is the the. It's a fighter who's also a little bit crafty and can live in nature. They get pets. They have some limited magic use later mm -hmm. on. You know, if you want somebody who's almost as fighty as a fighter, but has a little bit more nuance and, and RP ability, ranger is a good bet. So, so Ranger, uh, prior to Tasha's Cauldron, uh, was hands down far and away the worst class in yeah. fifth edition. Because uh, you know a fighter with you know the marksman trait was a better archer. Uh, you know the magic wasn't as good as you know other classes. So they, everything the Ranger did, another class did better. Uh, but then with you know the, the expansions, the Tasha's. And, Zenithar's guide, uh, they added like, new stuff, and the ranger is more viable now. But, you know, way back when, just there was no point in being a ranger. I, they all felt kind of milk toast. I agree. And I, I heard about Tasha's kind of buffed them up a little bit, but still, like, if I want to do nature, I'll be a druid. If I want to do fighty stuff, I'll be a fighter. Um, if I want pets, druids can get pets, too. So, so all in all, it just feels yeah, like, it, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wizards and warlocks can get familiars. You know, there's there's nothing really they do that's unique. Yeah. So so for me, favorite rangers, enemy is situational. 
Yeah, favorite. So that's something Rangers get. They can choose an enemy that they have like better attacks against, essentially. And yeah, that that's if you pick an orc and then you fight nothing but orcs, that's great. But then if it's like, oh, we're doing all skeletons today, you're host. Um, so so for me, like Ranger and Monk, I think are the like just I wouldn't want to play them. I don't really like them. I guess that's up to your DM too. How much of a dick they are. Yeah. Um. All right, next up, another R. This is a this is a really yeah, I know, great transition. This is a really strong class. I'm keeping us on to time though. I'm doing that. Because we gotta save time so we can we go play, play some Diablo. Diablo Dan. Yeah. So if you're listening, it seems like I'm hurrying through. It's because I had a long day and I desperately need a fix of Diablo. Um necromancer all the way, man. Love the necromancer. So so uh rogue, rogues are really good. Let's talk about rogues. That's a really good class, right, Tom? Mm-hmm. They, they do one thing really well, stab things from behind. Yeah. Yeah, you've always got your sneaky thief character in, in any party. You know, there's always somebody that wants to do that. So the rogue is your best option there. And they're also really good at stealth, generally. They're really good at lock picking. So they have a lot of RP ability, but they're like a pretty good damage dealer on their own right. And mm-hmm. depending on which of the subsets you take, like an assassin, yeah, very respectable. So if you want like a, you know a reasonably yeah. glass cannony character, this is an awesome one, and it's a lot of fun to play too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I enjoy playing a rogue. Would you ever drive a Nissan Rogue? Uh, is that a crossover? I S- so. SVU. Yeah, it's, it's a crossover SVU special victims unit. Um, <laughs> Criminal intent. Yeah, all right. Go play, go play a rogue, guys. It's fun. Seriously, give it a try. I honestly, I usually <laughs> play really tanky classes, and I was a rogue and had a blast. Um, just because you're like, hot, stab, yeah. run away. Um, and you're always good at pretty much everything. And then if, and then at some point, you don't even need to have surprise as long as you're five feet like if the thing that you're attacking if there's an ally within five feet of you then you get advantage on your attack and that gives you the bonus sneak attack damage so pretty much anytime you attack it you get your bonus damage as long which, as which is really you know, destructive you're teaming up and and honestly guys like it's it's mm-hmm. i think you can get more damage than fighters in close combat which is really cool in the right circumstances um all right next i just up. don't think they get as many attacks they don't they don't but they get a little sneaky attack stuff this is my me stabbing somebody from behind by the way this motion uh yeah, we got now roll 700 yeah it's a roll 18 decent all right next up we got our trio of spellcasters to round us out the sorcerer the warlock and the wizard let's start with okay. the sorcerer this is like kind of like your mutant somebody who's just innately gifted and they use charisma to determine how how good they are at casting spells, I've been one. What do you think, Tom? Yeah, uh, sorcerers are cool. I, for me, I like them more than a wizard for RP purposes. Yeah, um, I just think there's you have more options, you know. Uh, uh, but you know, uh, you're you're investing heavily in charisma, so uh, nine times out of ten, you're going to be the face of the party. Uh, you're going to be talking to everyone, trying to convince them otherwise and get information. So that's something you have to be prepared for. Very true. I, and now there's a couple different varieties. Like in the base, they give you, there's one where the reason you have magic is because you have a draconic or a dragon ancestor 
The other one I liked is you, it's called Wild mm-hmm. Magic. It's just kind of like you, you have any crazy <laughs> magic abilities you can't really control. Again, all like X Men. Um, I love that one right, because right. Be, because you can RP it where like you can take penalty, you can do more spells and take penalties that make you roll in the magic or the wild magic table where like bad things can happen. Like you cast fireball on yourself uh, as an area effect attack, you know, which is I bad. love the wild magic table. And like I was, I role played a character where I, I actually was not having fun in this party. There were three other people that were really annoying me. So I would always roll on the wild magic table in the hopes that I would blow up the whole party <laughs> and end the campaign. Um, and the wild magic table, when uh, our, our current campaign, Dando the Great, uh, he's a wizard, uh, but you got him high on mushrooms. Uh, so uh, we went with that mechanic that anytime he tried to cast a spell, I rolled on the wild magic table because uh, he was just high off his ass and I uh, didn't really know what he was casting. Yeah, that was really funny. And that, uh, yeah. Wild magic table is awesome. <laughs> if you haven't seen this, it's in the book. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. You can turn into a potted plant. You can grow an extra eye. It's good stuff, man. It's like the warp in uh, Warhammer. So sorcerer, you get like, yeah, the potted plant. I was just like, I'm here, I'm attractive and I calm your Zen. So in the scheme of things, wizards get the most magic options. Sorcerers get like a medium number of of spell options and also get some ways that they can cast spells longer distance, more powerfully, et cetera. A warlock has few spells, but can cast them a little bit more often. So let's go to the war, or let me rephrase that. Can few spells that they can't cast as often, but they can regenerate them on a short rest, and they get a little bit of uh, more fighty, combatty yeah. abilities and some situational stuff. So let's talk warlock for a minute. Right. Uh, so yeah, warlocks are definitely not a beginner class. I think there's there's some mechanics there that make them a little more difficult to play than than some of the others, but. Uh, yeah, no, that, that it seems like a lot of fun to me. Uh, I have a character totally fleshed out. The next time I, uh, I get to be a player, uh, she's a, she's a warlock. Um, yeah, they just seem like really cool to me. I, I totally agree. Like you have to kind of plan and strategize. Um, interestingly, they have access to probably the best cantrip or spell that you can cast an infinite number of times, which is Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. Um, which is super good, yeah. uh, but they're really fun to create a background for because you need a whole story about how did they get their magical <laughs> powers and and uh, you know was it they made a deal with a demon? Is it an angel? Is it did they have a, a possessed sword or whatever have you that makes them really good at close combat mm-hmm. and cast spells? They're a lot of fun to play, uh, but they are to right. your point. You got to be pretty judicious, and you know you're you're not very tanky. Uh, so you can't really last that long in combat mm-hmm. and you're not very uh, you're not as spelly as some of the other spellcasting classes so you really got to play that mix well they get a lot of really cool utility abilities. yeah that too uh, uh, and I, I was reading something um, fuck where am I going with this all right, I forgot what uh, point I was trying to make, so let's move on. <laughs> okay, when it comes back, this is great television, yeah. This is what happens, guys. It's been a long week. He's got two kids he's trying to take care of. I just, you know, don't have an excuse. I'm just lazy, I guess. Yeah. 
So, so then our last spellcasting class, and indeed our last cast is class is the wizard. This is your stereotypical, you know, probably has a pointy hat, lives in a tower, spends their whole life studying, has to prepare spells. Uh, right. But you get access to by far the widest variety of spells in the game with some amazing options. Right. Uh, but you have to prepare those spells ahead of time. So the first long rest of the day, when you wake up in the morning, uh, you take that pool of all the spells that you have and you refine which ones you're going to need for that day. Uh, so it's kind of a crapshoot. Uh, you know, if your DM decides it's going to be a narrative day, you know, you don't have the spell that you need. Uh, you know, it, it could be a challenge. But yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of uh, potential uh, for cool stuff there. Um, so if you want, yeah, if you're willing to accept some of those limitations, you can you can blow some shit up, man. It is a lot of fun. I think of the spellcasters, <laughs> all of them are, are completely fun and viable, in my opinion. Uh, so I think if we're looking yeah. back over this list, I think uh, Ranger and Monk, I didn't really enjoy as much. I think next tier is Cleric and Paladin. Uh, Barbarian probably fits in there. I think Druids, Fighters, and Bards can be uh, and really fun, as can Rogues. And I think Sorcerer, Warlock, and Wizard, also fun. If I had to pick one class that I had the most fun with, I think for me it would be Sorcerer just because of that wild magic shenanigans, which I really enjoyed. <laughs> what, what do you think, Tom? What's your yeah. favorite most fun class to play? Um, I mean, I haven't played yet, but in my mind, uh, this Hexblade Warlock I've created seems like yeah. it would be a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah, the next time I get to be a player, I'm gonna uh, run that. All right. Well, that was our quick and dirty. We mostly kept to the time limit that we just assigned ourselves here. Tom, what percentage are you done downloading Diablo two at this point? Uh, let me check. Forty-five percent. Okay, making progress. So, all <laughs> we're we're gonna go. Uh, hopefully, Tom will download. We'll we'll kill some stuff with some clicks of our mouse. Uh, if you ever want to play Diablo yeah. 2 with us, shoot us a shoot us a, a comment. I guess that's probably the best way to get in touch. Battle with Battle.net friend request. Yeah, or you can you can. Uh, I'm, yeah, that's true. On Battle.net, I'm LS Demon BOC. Uh, I forgot Tom what you are. Tommy Bone. Is it Tommy Bone? Uh, you can also email us at 40cray at gmail.com. 40cray at gmail.com. Uh, but until next time, good fight, good night. Oh my. End transmission. It's a it's a demonic invocation. <laughs> demonic invocation. That's right. We're actually warlocks and this is our demonic invocation. <laughs> <laughs>